0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, A rich man had a steward who was reported to him for squandering his property. He summoned him and said, What is this I hear about you? Prepare a full account of your stewardship, because you can no longer be my steward. The steward said to himself, What shall I do now that my master is taking the position of steward away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do. I know what I shall do so that, when I am removed from the stewardship, they may welcome me into their homes. He called in his master's debtors one by one. To the first he said, How much do you owe my master? He replied, One hundred measures of oil." He said to him, Here is your promissory note. Sit down and quickly write one for fifty. Then to another the steward said, And you, how much do you owe? He replied, One hundred cores of wheat. The steward said to him, Here is your promissory note. Write one for eighty. And the master commended that dishonest steward for acting prudently. For the children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of the light. I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you'll be welcomed into eternal dwellings. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. And the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If, therefore, you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? If, therefore, If you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and mammon. The Gospel of the Lord. I feel like the last couple weeks I've been making references to my high school experience, which makes it sound like I liked high school. I, I didn't have a good time in high school. But there are certain things in high school I like to talk about, and one of them was my joining the soccer team my sophomore year. Dumb not to join freshman year, ride the bench. I think my starting position was either left bench or center, center bench. I never played. Actually, no, I played in the last three minutes of the game, and sometimes I would even one particularly rainy day, got beat on defense, and I was like, I'm not letting this guy score, and so I do a slide tackle, it's rainy, and I just take the guy's legs out and get a yellow card. It was my, like, crowning achievement of high school soccer. But during our soccer practices, every once in a while, we'd have some running and conditioning. People love conditioning. Isn't conditioning the future? It's difficult. You don't want to do it. You want to do practice in what's with the game, right? You don't want to be like, oh man, we're just practicing the, the conditioning just to get my strength up. And so we would do like long runs, and many times it would turn into us doing laps and laps around the soccer field, 90 yards down, whatever it is wide, and then 90 back. We'd do it multiple laps. But there was this ability that others would try to do, and myself fell into it myself, Of cutting the corner when you're running the field. You're going and you're like, hey, I'm coming down that sideline. I can shave off a couple of yards if I cut through so I don't have to go down and around. Get there just a little bit faster because I want to get this hard task of training done with. I want to get to the fun stuff. I want to get to the drills where we're actually kicking the ball and shooting and scoring and doing set plays and all of that stuff. Set pieces. My bad. Not set plays. What is this? So, I I'd find myself sometimes cutting those corners. But you know that you don't do well when you cut the corner. You know when you do that you're only cheating yourself because you're cutting off, you're taking the easy way out, and you know that later that might come back and get you because you're not training as hard as you should. And you're not being obedient, too. But it's the easy way out. If we look at today's gospel reading, we see two ways of looking at it, of being one who takes the easy way out or one who is faithful and trustworthy. Jesus says it very clearly at the end of the gospel, he who is trustworthy in small matters will be trustworthy in great ones. He who is not trustworthy with small ones will be not trustworthy in great things. I think for some of my soccer players on that, School team, cutting those corners probably had consequences down the road when we sought to take the easy way out in other ways too. But I bring all of that up to say is that the little things day by day do matter in the spiritual life. And quite honestly, the way that we get closer to God and attaining virtues and prayer and all of that stuff is through the day to day choices not to cut the corners, but to be faithful and trustworthy in them, and then bigger things sometimes are added. And so if we want to grow in a virtue, if we want to grow in excellence, as the focus missionaries may say, if we want to grow in that, that idea of excellence, we have to do that through our day-to-day choices, right? We want to grow in the virtue of, hey, having a spirit of prayer. Well, you got to choose to pray every day. And if we start cutting cutting it out, whenever we get busy, then it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to want to pray even when I don't have time because I've lost the habit of doing that. I've lost in the little things. I'm definitely going to lose in the bigger ones. (laughs) Similarly, you know, if there's any kind of virtue that we're looking to grow in as well, we need to be faithful in the day-to-day choices so that when it becomes even more busy, we will still choose those things because our character will be formed in that way. I give this message specifically in college for you college students is that, you know, this is a beautiful time in your life where you can develop habits that you will hopefully some of them take forward into your time after college, right? First time out of the house, coming into your own with your own choices and certain things and be like, hey, well, maybe I can develop some of these things that are really going to benefit me whenever it becomes more difficult, when I'm working those long hours at the job and I still want to, you know, have the virtues, still want to have a good, you know, professionalism, or even, you know, having that time of prayer. But if I was cutting too many corners in college, it's going to become pretty easy to keep cutting the corners when things get busy. And so that's the message today. Why not start now? Why not start now as we turn to God in prayer here at Mass on a Sunday and say, Lord, help me to develop some of these virtues through my daily choices. Help me to be responsible. Help me to grow in my prayer life. Help me to grow in the virtues of being trustworthy and honest and all of those things and in the day-to-day choices, help me to not cut corners, but to give the proper effort and dedication due my situation. And you'll watch, as you continue to make those choices that are good, you develop your character and your habit to the point that you're going to be in those situations, and it's going to become almost like second nature. Think of the people who are disciplined, especially in sports, but in other places when you're disciplined, you're just automatically like, yes, I know I'm gonna do this right now because I've been doing it all season, or I've been doing it all the time. Those same principles can really be helpful for the spiritual life. And so my encouragement is if you don't have a daily habit of prayer or daily virtue of that, why not start now? Why not start saying, okay, tomorrow, help me to choose a time, even if it's just five or ten minutes, Read some scripture. Pray some of the rosary. Spend some time even just coming into this chapel and giving God all my emotions and thoughts of stresses because it's the sixth week and all these teachers are starting to really make every single canvas assignment do under the sun and I probably have forty-five things on the to do on the right side of my canvas page. Maybe. But help me. Help me develop that habit of prayer. Help me to develop those virtuous choices day in and day out. Because that's what the Lord is asking us in these readings to be trustworthy in the small things so that we can be trustworthy when even more difficult things may come along. So, this day, Lord, we ask you, help us to develop virtues by our day to day choices. Help us to develop the habit of prayer that we may turn to you and that you may continue to bless us with your goodness, and that we may follow you all the days of our life. Help us to choose you each and every day. Amen.